Before today's episode begins, I'd like to thank everybody for the support that you guys showed me during the preseason. It's truly amazing. I really do appreciate the fact that you guys were having these conversations with me. They were sharing the episodes and that it stuck with you. So from there, let me give a few shout outs to some podcasts who are also hosted by black people. I believe that it's very important that black people continue to use their platform, continue their voice, and we should stand in solidarity with each other. So let me shout out Off the Record Podcast from Baltimore, The Other Side of the Truth, which is located in Sacramento, Woke or Whatever in Montreal, Pretty Girl Gang, and Discussion Time in Los Angeles. With that being said, let's drop that intro. The Fresh Brewed Coffee Podcast is brought to you by VX Media. Our focus is on life and the many paths it takes us down as individuals and how we collectively meet as a society. On this series, I'll be both starting and having conversations about life. Sometimes I'll be having them with the guests to discuss the extraordinary things that come with it, and I hope that these conversations sit with you and impact you in some way. With that being said, it's brewing time. Welcome to episode one, season one of the Fresh Brewed Coffee Podcast. I'm your host, Dakota Patterson, Champ VX on all socials. I also have an Instagram for the podcast that is FB Coffee Pod. Once again, that's FB Coffee Pod. So instead of easing into season, I wanted to immediately jump into a topic that I feel is very important that we talk about immediately, and that is personal prejudice and how that takes a part in raising our children. And it's about to be 2020, so I'm pretty sure we all know what prejudice is. But for those that do not know, prejudice is a preconceived opinion that is not based on reason or actual experience. We've seen it during school. We've seen it at a workplace. We've seen it in everyday society. But a lot of people do not think how that plays a role in our home lives. But of course, that's what brings us here today, either on your headphones and your speakers, however you're listening to this. Since someone asked me during the preseason, I would like to clarify that no, I am not a professional. I do not have a degree in sociology or anything like that. I am, however, a critic of society, which we all should be. We are the ones living in this world as well. So it's important that we see something, we say something, we do something. All right, let's make some noise. So circling around my Twitter today is this ad. I'm pretty sure everyone has seen it. It's an ad with a little black boy in a blue dress and the caption is or the slogan i guess is boys can be princesses too now a lot of black people are extremely pissed off about it especially black men and when something like this circulates you usually find a group of black men or the majority of black men saying things such as like oh this is the media trying to emasculate our black boys and we need to protect them and you know i just wanted to debunk that mainly because i find that to be completely ridiculous it's ridiculous to believe that the media's plot is to emasculate black boys and to make us as they say soft and feminine and It just makes me wonder if these people saying this stuff even understand that the problem is not the media or the problem is not even black boys being emasculated. The problem is, once again, toxic masculinity. 
the fact that people are even saying the words protect our boys when it comes to little boys wearing dresses, it makes me laugh because this is like protect them from what? The dress is not going to harm them. Wearing the dress is not going to harm them. Who may harm them? Society. Society will harm the boy for wearing the dress. The dress will not harm the boy. So protect our boys from who? We got to protect our boys from people like you. And usually what follows after I say that is someone telling me, well, you have to understand that these little kids are too young to understand this type of stuff. They're too young to be wearing this. They're too young to know what this type of stuff means and i think it's funny how society picks and chooses when someone is too young for something what's irritating is the fact that that argument is always used when it comes to little boys and that argument is always used when it comes to non-traditional male clothing for example have you seen the shirts or the onesies that come for little boys you'll see things like future heartbreaker future ladies man you'll see things like lock up your daughter mr still your girl oh but no one sees a problem with that even goes beyond clothing usually when you see a baby boy or somebody sees that you have a baby boy they'll say things like oh they're going to be a little heartbreaker no one sees an issue with that no one sees how those things actually will play a role in a type of men they become so that's why i can't help but to laugh when people use the well they're too young to understand this they're too young to hear about this or learn about this meanwhile when baby boys are literally babies we put these things on them immediately you know let's put clothing aside for a second let's just talk about how people lose their shit if you say let's raise boys and girls the same way let's talk about gender roles and how gender roles will fuck up the child a lot more than they won't if you raise boys and girls the same way and of course you know you have people who would say well you shouldn't raise them the same because boys and girls are different yes clearly duh you know boys and girls are different but that doesn't mean that you have to give them separate rules and that's what i mean by gender roles and to break that down, you have to break down the traits that they subscribe to males and the traits they subscribe to females. Typical female traits, or what they will consider typical female traits, is things such as gentleness, empathy, humility, and sensitivity. And traits that they give males typically are things like strength, courage, independence, leadership, and assertiveness. So when you break that down, you begin to see that Boys are just told to be tough. Boys are allowed to have things such as empathy, humility, and sensitivity. And when you think about that, is there any wonder why men act the way that they act now? Is there any surprise why so many men have depression and they don't speak about it? Like, it's, it's not rocket science. We're told to not speak about it. We're told that we have to be tough. We have to be courageous. We have to just suck it up because we have to be assertive and leaders. Fuck, look at history. And I'm pretty sure I spoke about this in the last episode of the preseason where I was saying that at one point, women didn't have rights. Women were just told that they had to just stay home, cook, and take care of the children. Women weren't allowed to be strong. They weren't allowed to be courageous. They weren't allowed to be independent. They weren't seen as leaders. They were seen as soft, gentle people who can only do things like taking care of kids. Which is ironic being that raising children takes what? Courage, independence, strength, and leadership. 
So it's so strange that women didn't have rights and they weren't allowed to be anything other than housewives because that's just the traits that women carried. And with those traits, they were only allowed to do certain things, even though those traits fully showed that they were capable of doing anything that a man was allowed to do. But men did not like that idea. Anyways, I digress. If you want to hear more about that, feel free to listen to the last episode of the preseason. Anyways, let me get back to what I was speaking about before I get too off the rails. What the hell is so wrong with abolishing generals? What is so wrong about raising boys and girls the same way? What is so wrong about teaching little boys things like empathy, humility, and sensitivity? What is wrong with that? I guarantee you, if we taught our boys that, they wouldn't grow up to be misogynistic. They wouldn't grow up being so fucking problematic. I truly believe that the reason why men grow up to be problematic is because we refuse to see the problem with gender roles. We refuse to see the problem with society. We don't like to get to the root of things. It truly blows my mind that people do not see an issue with giving boys and girls different roles and different roles. Like, you know what, fuck it, let's take it a step further. Why is it not a big deal if a boy loses his virginity, but a woman is shamed if she loses hers? Why is it that when a boy loses his virginity and he has sex that he's becoming a man? That's a step into manhood. Oh, that's my boy. I'm so proud. But when a woman loses her virginity, you say things like, oh, she's losing her innocence. She lost her innocence. You know, that's, that's my daughter. She has to be different. No, she has to respect herself. Like, nigga, I bet you weren't thinking about that when you were losing your virginity. I bet you was not thinking about that lady's respect. You weren't thinking about that. You were thinking about having sex. It's twisted. It's a twisted mentality. It's a twisted way of thinking that a woman having sex is something to be ashamed of, but a man having sex is something to be championed. And also, let me add that Virginity is not something you could lose. Virginity truly is a social construct. One cannot possess virginity. You cannot possess someone else's virginity. You cannot take someone's virginity. Virginity itself does not exist. So you can't lose it. You can't take it. The whole virginity thing is just complete bullshit. Anyways, back to my first topic, the boy in dresses. What is so scary about a boy wearing a dress? What is going on in your guys' heads? The idea of clothes just being clothes just doesn't make sense to some people. In their mind, they're just like, no, clothes is so much more. Like, if a boy wears his address, that's going to introduce him to homosexuality. It also doesn't make sense because wearing a dress does not equate to being gay. I don't know why people get gender and sexuality confused, but they're two completely different things. I knew someone in high school who used to wear dresses, they used to wear skirts, they used to wear crop tops, and everybody called this person gay. They called this person gay because this person was in a male body. Well, that person went through a surgery and is no longer in a male body, but is in a female body. Still to this day, that person has not either dated or fucked a male, nor planned to or ever plans to. And I know this because we are still friends. In fact, the other day we were talking on Instagram and we were laughing about how people still to this day confuse gender with sexuality and how they refuse to learn that they are two completely different things. Makes topics like 
the little boy wearing a dress in the ad. And it makes topics like, you know, the gender neutral restrooms such a taxing conversation to have. Speaking of, today on Twitter, I was having a conversation with someone. I'm not going to give you their at name, but um, I'll just call them Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones today asked me, if I could wear a dress, makeup, play with dolls, etc., why do I have to use the boys' bathroom? Mr. Jones is a male who identifies as a male, which obviously answers the question, but for some reason, that didn't answer the question to him. So I just want to quickly break this down. If you are a male who identifies as a male, then yes, you will use the male bathroom regardless of what you're wearing. If you truly identify as a female, then yes, by all means, I'm for you using the female bathroom. Gender neutral bathrooms works for everyone. It works for people who identify as male, people who identify as females, and people who are non-binary. I don't get people's issue with gender neutral restrooms and why it's such a big deal for them, but for some reason it is. I also don't get why Mr. Jones immediately when speaking about the little boy in the ad wearing a dress, immediately goes into things such as using the women's bathroom or how it even goes into things like sexuality. And this is where some people may get mad at me. You have people saying things such as, I believe this is the gay agenda from the media who's trying to emasculate our black boys and our black men and they're turning our kids gay by showing little boys in dresses and by showing gay couples in TV shows. So let's start off really quickly by saying the gay agenda is a myth. There is no gay agenda. The media is not trying to turn your kids gay. Your kid is either gay or your kid is not gay. It's really that simple. There is no gay agenda. No movie is going to turn your kid gay. No dress is going to turn your kid gay. There is no gay agenda. Just because the media is saying that it's okay to be gay does not mean that's going to turn your kid gay. Saying gay is okay is literally just saying it's okay to be gay. I need you guys to understand that. Quit with this gay agenda shit. I get it. For some of you people, it's probably easier to blame the media. You know, it's easier to say that this turned your kid gay because it's so hard for you to understand that your kid is gay. And, you know, usually the people who have an issue with homosexuality, of course, come from Christianity. And, you know, it's no secret that those two are linked. There is a very long history of homophobia within the Christian community. As I said, that's not a secret. I mean, come on, you guys believe that this cloud man is going to send your kid to hell if they're just in love with someone of the same sex. And when you think about it, a lot of shit we were taught growing up gets in a way of allowing our kids to just be who they want to be. This is why I was saying personal prejudice taking place at home and getting in a way of how things take place at home. Society likes to look at our children as miniature versions of us. You see it all the time. You would see people look at their kids or point at their kids and go, oh, look, this is my little mini-me. But you see, the misconception about parenting is that our children are many versions of us. We need to stop viewing children as a mini-me and view them as a mini-them. 
And what I mean by that is simply these children, and what I mean about that, simply put, is that these children are people. They have their own mind. They have their own thoughts, their own feelings, their own personalities. They have their own likes and dislikes. And I get it. As parents, we feel that we need to guide them and teach them right from wrong. But that's the thing. We, we need to guide them. But we need to also look at them as someone to learn from. We need to learn who they are and learn who they're becoming. Guiding is not the same as telling them who they should be. And a lot of parents tell their kids who they should be. A lot of parents allow their personal prejudice and their personal opinions to affect their role as a parent. If you allow your personal prejudice to get in the way of your parenting and your relationship with your kid, guess what? You're going to fail your kid. For example, let's say that your kid is gay, but they know that you are against homosexuality. They know that you're a firm believer in your religion and you are outwardly against homosexuals. Do you think your kid is going to feel safe coming out to you? How are you going to respond when your kid comes out to you? Are you going to be hurt? Are you going to be disappointed? Or are you going to just embrace your kid and love them for who they are? I can't tell you how many friends I have who have came out to their parents and was sent to like a straight camp or they were sent to therapy because their parents believed that something was wrong with them. You have parents disowning their kid because their kid is gay and they're disowning them because their God says it's wrong. You know, and what annoys me is the fact that this shit happens because there is nothing wrong with being gay. Murdering somebody is wrong. Raping someone is wrong. Stealing from someone is wrong. It says so in your precious Bible, but for some reason people equate homosexuality to things that actually cause harm to someone. And someone being gay does not harm you. It does not harm anyone. Being gay does not cause harm to anybody. But your reaction to someone being gay can absolutely cause harm. And it's funny that there are people who will say things such as the media is trying to turn our kids gay. Look, dude, I've watched serial killer documentaries for most of my life. I've seen movies where people are murdering and raping people, robbing banks. And guess what? I've never had the urge to do any of that. I played games like Grand Theft Auto. Guess what? I never had the urge to act any of that shit out. You know why? I'm not a murderer. I'm not a rapist. I'm not any of those things. And the media did not make me into that. Watching those movies and playing those video games did not make me into those things. Matter of fact, I remember being in seventh grade and there was a boy in my class who liked to wear makeup and everyone made fun of him. And then one day, I just came and I put on makeup as well. Not because I wanted to wear makeup, but because I thought it was stupid that people were making fun of him. Everything that I advocate for now, I've advocated for my entire life. And guess what? No one taught me that. I didn't have any example of that, not from media or people in my life. That's just who I was and that's just who I am. And I say that to say that if someone is gay, it's not because someone made them gay. It's just because that's what they are. So when I see things like people losing their shit over a boy wearing a dress, or I see people blaming the media for their kids being gay, it just irritates me. 
And the fact that you have people in the black community saying that this is the media's plot to emasculate black boys and black men, you know, saying that it was planned, that the media purposely picked a little black boy to be in the dress because they want to strip away our power. It's ridiculous. But you know what? I'm glad that this company chose a little black boy to be in that dress. Black boys need to learn that it's okay to be soft. Black boys need to learn that it's okay to just be who they want to be. Black boys can play with flowers, they can play with dolls, they can wear dresses, they can wear pearls, they can be and do whatever they want to do. They should be able to freely express who they are. They don't have to be your idea of what they have to be. They don't have to be your idea of what a man is supposed to be or what a little boy is supposed to be. They don't have to be you. I swear, Black people would rather see a little black boy run around with a microphone, a basketball, or fucking a gun instead of seeing them play with a Barbie doll. We don't need another generation of little black boys to grow up to be toxic men. We don't need that. And I don't understand how people do not see the issue with toxic masculinity. They do not see the issues with gender roles. They do not see an issue with telling little black boys who they should be, telling little black girls who they can't be. We have a long history of doing that. And guess what? That history has never resulted in anything good. You have people on Twitter saying that seeing a picture of a little black boy in a dress is going to cause harm. A little black boy being different than your typical little black boy is not going to cause harm to anyone. But what will cause harm, once again, is your approach to it. Your inability to understand that people are different. Your inability to understand and accept that people are different. You guys see anything outside of normal and you guys lose your shit. And you guys sit there and instead of saying what your real problem is, instead of admitting that you have personal prejudice that prevent you from accepting people for who they are, instead of admitting that you don't want to raise your kids different and you don't want to think different and you don't want things to be different and that you refuse to accept anyone or anything that is different, you use scapegoats. You rely on scapegoats. You rely on things like the gay agenda. You rely on saying things like kids are too young to understand this and kids are too young to be exposed to this. But the truth is, you don't want them exposed to it. And at some point, you have to understand. At some point, you have to realize and accept that these kids just want to be who they are and they're not too young to be who they want to be they're not too young to show who they want to be and who they are but you are too old to rely on these scapegoats you're too old to continue to keep lying to yourself and lying to everyone else and lying to your children you're too old to keep up that bullshit you're too old to not understand that people are different and that we live in a more accepting society in a more accepting world a society that we should have been able to experience when we were young you're too old to deny them that freedom but you are here now and it's because you're here now that lets me know and understand this you are not too old to change. You're not too old to change for the better. You can do it. And that is the bro today. Once again, thank you guys for your support. Thank you for listening. Once again, I am Dakota Patterson, ChampVX on all socials. Please make sure to follow the Instagram. That's FB Coffee Pod. 
once again that's fb coffee pod see you next time mm-hmm.